According to research by psychologist Kay Anders Erickson, it takes about 10,000 hours of deliberate practice to become an expert in a particular field. However, this figure is not a hard and fast rule and can vary depending on the individual and the area of expertise. In general, it can take several years of dedicated study and practice to become an expert. It is important to note that expertise is a journey and not a destination. And ongoing learning and practice are essential to maintaining and improving your skills. I'm Curtis, my pal here is Joe, and we are Dudes in Progress. Hey, Joe. What's shaking, pal? Good to hear from you again this week, Kurt. <laughs> Doesn't it seem like we just did this yesterday? It does. It does. <laughs> it does. Kurt's getting ready for a big event. I'm not going to mention it because I don't want to have to take a drink, but Kurt is getting ready for a big event. I've got some travel coming up uh, next week, so we are recording back-to-back episodes the nice thing about recording back-to-back episodes is it's they are uh, they are similar episodes. So yeah, but we're we're pushing this thing through and making it happen. Yeah, I've been working hard both at the day job and my side hustles, the podcasting to get everything ready. I've worked on five podcast episodes, Joe. This is another one I want to fit. This is the last one I got to do. Finish this one up and get it edited before I take off to my trip to Disney world, which I'm very excited about doing next week. And I haven't had a vacation since the beginning of the year, at least a nice long one. So I'm looking forward to a week down in Disney world. Awesome. Awesome. I'll bet you are. And we're going to continue our conversation looking at a couple books by Hal Elrod. Joe covered the miracle morning on last week's episode. And this is a follow-up book. I'm going to talk about The Miracle Equation, and Joe is very familiar with it too, which is great. I like this book a lot, Kurt, The Miracle Equation. I like it because uh, I think what Hal does really well, both in Miracle Morning and Miracle Equation, is he distills it down to a formula, for lack of a better, for lack of a better word, a process that is duplicatable in your life in, in most situations. And I like a process. I, I do much better. My creativity uh, explodes when I'm in a predictable, repeatable process. And I know that may sound contradictory, but uh, I am much more creative when I'm in a process. And I think Hal's done a really good job in both of these books, especially Miracle Equation, in, in giving us a process to as a foundation to work from. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you. An intro. I'm going to give you an intro to this book, The Miracle Equation. I'm going to tell you what his equation is. It's a pretty simple one. And I do have the process that he speaks about in the book. I'm glad we've read these books in the past and have made highlights because it makes it really easy doing the podcast. <laughs> and I'm going to just take some of my favorite comments, quotes, and I will give you a five-step process that's going to help you generate your desired outcomes and make extraordinary effort ordinary, Joe. Something we all want to do. Are you ready? I'm ready, dude. 
Are you ready, dude? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so a little introduction to this book. It's about kind of tangible, measurable miracles that require your active participation in producing. He's going to talk about miracles instead of using the word goals during this book, which is, I really like that thought process that he goes through. He says that miracles are more akin to making your biggest, scariest, and most improbable goals come true. These are the type of miracles that you have a significant degree of control over, meaning that you can consistently create them again and again in your life because you will understand how the process works. And he gives some explanation or examples of some people that have been extraordinary, what he calls miracle mavens. So this is like a, a lifestyle almost is what he's describing. And there's some very famous people like Henry Ford gave us the transportation by car. Marie Curie, who developed the theory of radioactivity. Bill Gates, personal computers, put them in your homes. He also talks about Steve Jobs and Elon Musk. Michael Phelps from the sports world, Olympian at age 15, went on to win 23 gold medals. And he says, you, you'll first need to envision that ideal future, see it clearly, and then establish the belief that it's possible. Belief is a big part of this formula. And he says, remember, the goal you decide to tackle does not necessarily have to be world-changing like these people. It can be as big or small, as easy or complicated as you like. The key is that it must be meaningful to you. That significance will serve as your driver. I think it's important to understand what what how is talking about when it comes to miracles he calls the book the miracle equation right but in essence what he's talking about is a process that leads to what appears to be miraculous results he he's not speaking to uh miracles in the in the sense that we might we might think of miracles that are performed by some some godly entity like the <laughs> miracles that Jesus performed turned water into wine uh raising people from the dead or or some of the things that that we see as spiritual miracles he's talking about he's talking about a process that leads to results that when all is said and done looks miraculous yeah and these things happen over time do you ever compare yourself to someone else that you think has done something miraculous or you really appreciate their work all the time, all the time. And you think, right. You kind of think, well, you don't really realize the effort that went behind it. There, most, most of the times people who are successful, it's not by chance and it takes a lot of time. And you, you mentioned in your, in your opening quote or your opening uh, blurb there, Kurt, about the 10,000 hours and Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book called outliers uh, several years ago that, waved that 10,000 hour banner about putting in 10, it takes 10,000 hours to become a true expert in something. And, uh, I want to, I just, just comment on that a little bit when we're doing something we love, or we're doing something that, that we have a real passion for, uh, we don't have to, we don't have to necessarily include those 10,000. We don't necessarily have to start from zero right now with those 10,000 hours. Chances are because we have a passion for it or, or because we love it, we've put in thousands and thousands of hours already without even 
realizing it. And it's, so let's not discount the experience we have as we bring, as we bring our own experience into, uh, this miracle equation. Uh, we're not necessarily starting at ground zero at, at the very first step. If it's something that we're interested in, we're passionate about, uh, we've probably already put in thousands of hours into it. Yeah. And it's important to enjoy what you're doing. You won't realize you put in 10,000 hours, but it's just a barometer. It's just, we're just making a point. Mm-hmm. That you gotta invest it takes, time. It takes work and, and time. Yeah, every and a little bit of time every single day. And he'll, we'll get into that a little bit. Got some more quotes around that area. Just to finish up the intro, it's simply to wake up every day and invest time into becoming a better version of the person you were when you went to bed the night before. Miracle Mavens also behave differently. They understand that they must put forth effort to get results. They don't seek the easy way. They're willing to do what's necessary to earn what it is that they want. However, they also value efficiency. So they're always learning and figuring out tips, tricks, and even shortcuts to get to their goal faster. It's interesting. So how hard work can be easy when you love it. So true. And that's what he's talking about. He's Mm -hmm. not saying you got to grind it out. Right. And suffer your whole, suffer your whole life for the sake of, (laughs) yes, for the sake of an expert being an expert right or gaining to your goal that's right yep so what is the miracle equation when you say the word equation there must be some mathematical (laughs) equation Mm -hmm. to this but it's pretty short and simple he says the two decisions that move your biggest goals from possible to probable to inevitable the equation consists of two parts unwavering faith and extraordinary effort And unwavering faith means this involves having complete faith and belief in yourself and your ability to achieve your goal, even when there is no evidence to support it. Now, I'm not going to go into a lot of depth in that. I have a couple of comments on unwavering faith. I just found extraordinary effort has the process that Joe was talking about that I'm going to get into a little more deeply. Are you going to let's speak to unwavering faith though? I don't want to I don't want to discount it. I want to give it its due. I know that the equation is is where we both want to is where we both are excited to end up with the equation. But I don't I don't want to discount the idea of, of unwavering faith. So it sounds like you're about to go into that Kurt, so I don't want to steal your thunder. So roll roll forward, my friend. Yes, I got a little more on that too. Extraordinary effort involves taking massive, consistent action towards the goal, regardless of the challenge or setbacks that you may face. The unwavering faith helps in that. If you if you still have faith in what you're doing, you're going to push through through challenges and setbacks. So he says, when you combine these two elements, unwavering faith and extraordinary effort, you create a powerful force that can help you achieve any goal you set your mind to. How do you feel about the idea of unwavering faith? That's hard. That is probably, that's a hard, it's like they said, we don't want to underestimate that to have belief in yourself. If you lose belief, you know, I think we've, I remember reading, listening to some podcasts and Joe and I have talked about this in the past is when you get stuck or you, you begin to fade away from something you've been working for, you know, if you start a podcast and for some reason you just, don't want to push it forward. You've kind of lost faith in what you were doing. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if unwavering faith means absolute surety that the result will happen, you know? Uh I think it's I think 
when I think about unwavering faith, I think more about because terms like that lock me up. Just just to be honest with you, because I don't always have quote unquote unwavering faith. Sometimes I question myself. Sometimes I question my ability. Sometimes I question if this is really the goal that I want. Sometimes I question uh, if I if I'm making if I'm capable of making the best decision. So I I, I have questions about my abilities and talents and and uh, motivations and those types of things. And and sometimes I think when we think about a term like unwavering faith. Uh, it can it can lock us up because we have this black and white view of it, right? Mm. Either I have complete and utter unwavering faith, or I have nothing. Yeah, maybe unwavering faith is a little strong of a word, but I know where he's going for. I mean, yeah. I, there's a passion behind unwavering faith, but to and I don't remember in the book whether he defines unwavering faith and what he what exactly he means by it, but. I do want to. I do want to make sure that we acknowledge that unwavering faith doesn't mean absolute absolute surety. Although it, it sounds like it just means faith that you can take a step. You can move. You can move forward if you choose to. You have the faith that you can move forward if you choose to. And maybe not. That's not even the best. The best term for it. And I don't want to get hung up on this. I just want to acknowledge that unwavering faith don't let that term unwavering faith lock you up move forward and the faith will become more and more unwavering as you make progress remember what kurt said it's about small steps every day and this is universal not just with the miracle the miracle equation uh, this is universal in making progress towards anything you know, i'll give an example i'm going to skip down to my notes because you're going in this direction joe I'll give you an example. One of my favorites, Walt Disney. He was fired from a newspaper because he had no good ideas before he went on to create one of the most creative companies that ever existed. This is an example that Hal gave in the book. And of course, I love that example. And it makes me think, so unwavering faith, when he got fired, did he have enough confidence in himself to continue down that creative path? Of course he did, obviously. But you're going to get knocked down. You're going to have people tell you you can't do something. You know, do you, are you going to have enough faith in your ability to push forward? I was working on a technology recently, the one that I use now. I remember doing going to the first training class, and it was official training class that my company sent me to for three days. And I got to tell you, Joe, I was lost, and I th I thought this was going to be my next path that I was going to go down. And I kind of doubted myself when I got out of that class. It was not what I expected, but I had enough faith in my ability that I could push through it. And I'm glad I did because I'm really enjoying and I've become an expert in that particular technology, at least where I work. Right. So I think that's, I think you're making a good point. It's not like blind faith. Right. You just have to move forward and, and your faith will build. Yeah. As you, as, as you move forward. And I think that's what how, how intends in this, in this book, because this is a good book. It's a great, it's a, the, the equation that he falls on is fantastic and it's worked for him. And I want to acknowledge that unwavering faith doesn't, don't let the, don't let the idea of unwavering faith lock you up. Great point. Just to finish up a couple other quotes on that. And the more action you take, 
the more chances you have to reach success and the more capable and effective you become along the way. As you move in the direction of any outcome that you're committed to, what's possible for you starts to become probable and over time will eventually tip into inevitable. That is where you'll meet your life's miracles. Awesome. Great quote there. Contrary to what many people think, maintaining faith isn't limited to blindly following the beliefs and teachings of others. Rather, it is having faith in yourself and commitment to put forth extraordinary effort to do whatever it takes to generate your ideal outcome. So the are we going to move into the idea of, of extraordinary effort? Yes. Awesome. Extraordinary effort isn't necessarily hard work, but it does require energy on your part. What makes the effort extraordinary is that it's sustained over an extended period of time, and without it, you will have nothing to fuel your faith. If I could underline some something that is said in a podcast, <laughs> I would underline that, <laughs> right? That. Again, it's it, when you say when when we talk about extraordinary effort, when he talks about extraordinary effort, he's not talking about killing yourself. He's not talking about taking time away from your family. He's not talking about about draining your emotional and your spiritual energy to the point where you're completely defeated. Yeah. Uh, he's talking about sustained effort over time. And I love this. It's kind of, kind of why we decided to do 30-day challenges. Do a little bit every day and commit to that process. The purpose of a goal is not to reach the goal. The purpose of a goal is to become the type of person who can achieve any goal by always giving it everything you have, regardless of your results. It's who you become through that process that matters more than actually reaching any one goal. We've talked about this in examples of Stephen King. If you want to be a writer, what do you got to do, Joe? You got to write every day. <laughs> exactly. Jerry Seinfeld writes a joke a day, every day. <laughs> I love that process. Jerry Seinfeld, one of the one of the greatest comedians of our time, still writes a joke every day. He still stays in the process. He still stays in 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 his daily routine. Uh, although he could just he could probably easily slough off and take it easy. But he understands what got him there. And he does it every day. If you want to become something or someone that is that person, do the things that those people do. Mm. And your goal becomes the mission. I like this word to use instead of goals, the mission. So in this chapter and the remainder of the book, he says, you are going to focus on one goal, your most important one, the one that will make the most significant impact on the quality of your life. You can't win a gold medal at more than one sport. Let that sink in for a minute. People who are committed to one sport will win the gold medal. Hmm. As you review your goals to determine which is important enough to be your top priority, answer this question. Which one of these goals will enable me to develop the qualities and characteristics that I need to achieve everything else I want for my life? And I'm going to talk about a mission at the end, Joe, that I'm going to challenge you and anyone else who listens. I'm going to do it for myself and I'll tell you exactly what that is. And I've been thinking about it for a while. So this is a great opportunity for me to exercise going for that mission. So we're going to talk about extraordinary effort a little bit before we get into this process, making extraordinary effort 
Ordinary was the name of this chapter. Creating miracles requires active engagement and sustained effort. You must be willing to put in the time and effort it takes to create meaningful results, which will transform how you see yourself. But before you close the book, let me explain that putting forth extraordinary effort doesn't mean that you're going to work yourself to the bone and risk burning yourself out like you just said, Joe. It's quite the contrary. So extraordinary effort has three components. Actions that move you closer to your ideal results. Write that down. Let's write this down, guys. (laughs) Actions that will most likely take you out of your comfort zone and consistent effort over an extended period of time, regardless of your results along the way. Oh, this is good stuff. Read those three off again. Actions that move you closer to your ideal results. Because I'm writing those down right now as we speak. Actions that lead us closer to your ideal results. Actions that will most likely take you out of your comfort zone. So if you're not comfortable, you're probably doing the right thing. A little scary. Consistent effort over an extended period of time, regardless of your results along the way. So if you're, you know, he gives some examples and you're in sales, Joe. I remember even hearing this in my past. It was kind of funny. He was taking a look at, I think it was a cut. Was he a Cutco? salesman or something and found out yeah how how's how's background is very interesting he was a cutco salesperson out of college and he was like the number one cutco salesperson in the country right okay and cutco honestly this is a personal commentary cutco is not one of, probably not one of those companies that i would recommend my daughter going to work for because it it, it has a kind of has a if i'm insulting anybody out there i apologize but i think it has kind of a I don't know if it has a multi-level marketing component to it. Door-to-door salesman. But it is It is very, uh, it's very door-to-door. You have to, the idea is to get your family and friends to buy it first. And then it, 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 it's a, it's yeah. a tough gig. In fact, I think you have, you have to make a financial investment, an initial financial investment to join the company. Uh, I don't know why I'm making this commentary at this point, but the fact that he succeeded in that environment really speaks to his metal. His point in the process, he just said, he just noticed if he made, I forget what the number was, 20 or 40 calls per day, then it was kind of interesting how his success went up by doing that exact process every single day, no matter what. And this is something that I've always known about sales. And many times I've been able to put this, uh, put this into practice in my own life is I knew how many phone calls I needed to make when I was in in active outside sales, transactional sales. I knew how many phone calls I needed to make in order to uh, in order to get an appointment. I knew how many appointments I needed to make in order to make a sale. I knew how much the average commission I would make on the sale. So I could backtrack and say, how much is each phone call? worth right each phone call might be worth regardless of result if as the formula works each phone call might be worth a dollar fifty so i sit down and i decide how much do i want to make today which means how many phone calls do i want to make and we can distill that down or we can boil that down all that down to the least common denominator in our lives and i think that's what this is something that that house is speaking to as well excellent Excellent description of that, Joe. So here you go. Here's the process you wanted me to give you, Joe. We're going to map out the efforts 
So you'll ensure that you generate your desired outcomes and make extraordinary effort ordinary. I'm going to use my example. This is the 30-day program I'm going to go after, Joe. I am interested in getting a Microsoft certification in the Power Platform. This is a software that I work on on a daily basis, and it's called the Power Platform Essentials Certification from Microsoft. And I've done certifications before, so I don't know that I necessarily need to reach out to a mentor or what he's going to talk to, but a lot of times if you want to come up with a process, look to someone who's done it before. So the first step is predetermine your process. Reach out to a mentor or another miracle maven. It's okay if your first step in the process is to research and find out what your process should be. The saying successful people make a habit of doing what unsuccessful people do only some of the time. He says suddenly makes sense. So if you like, for instance, if you want to run a marathon, go over 26.2 miles on a run day must be preceded by a process of training, usually running a specific number of miles per day or per week in the lead up to the marathon. I just recently did some shows that were really popular on my geeking on Walt Disney world podcast, Joe, they were very emotional from the people and they talked about the process. There's a trainer there that is recommended from Disney on how to get through. They do this thing called the dopey challenge, which is a 5k, 10k half marathon and marathon in four days. But they talk about, and some of it you can walk to, but there's a very specific program that has been recommended from gurus and mentors on how to do that. So my process is going to be 30 minutes of studying every day for 30 days. I'm going to sit down. I I know exactly what time I'm I'm going to do it in the morning. It's going to be in the morning. It's going to be, like we said, the miracle morning thing. And I'm also looking towards a video program that's provided to me through work through udemy.com. It's very specifically designed to pass the test. And then there's a practice test that I'm going to buy and use that practice test to get through and get my certification. And I think I can do it in 30 days. Just the fact that you've put together an initial plan uh, that outlines what you're going to do puts you so much further ahead than anybody else with the same goal. Yeah, you know, a lot of people won't take the time to train. You know, you're so busy with the day-to-day duties. It is something you have to be very mindful about and set up a plan and be dedicated and committed to that. And I know if I do that, I will get this certification. Step two, release any emotional attachment to your results. With regard to the process, the one thing that is certain is that there will be bad days. There might even be bad weeks, but knowing they are inevitable doesn't make them any more palatable. I think that's important, Joe. We've been pretty good with this in producing our podcast. This We're doing it right now as we speak. We recorded last night and we're recording this morning because we know we, you've got travel. I've got a vacation I've been preparing for. And so we're going to hopefully not have a bad couple of weeks. <laughs> well, this is interesting. And, and this may be the little nugget of wisdom, the most important little nugget of wisdom in this whole thing. The, the idea of detach your detach yourself emotionally from the result. 
yeah. understand the process. Now, you may have to look at the result logically at some point and say, hey, this is I'm not getting to where I need to be with yeah. this activity. All right. But the idea is to detach yourself emotionally from the result and go through the process. That's why people give up, I'm convinced, is because they have themselves attached emotionally to the result. So mm -hmm. they go through one day of doing it, two days of doing it, and they're not getting the result that they need. So that they automatically say, what, Kurt? I can't do it. This isn't working for me. Yeah, it's not working. Yeah. This isn't working. You've said this before. This is a famous Joeism. Love the process. Right. Love, the, Love process. the process. Enjoy the process. Yeah, I've got to get up every morning and say, I'm really, I'm excited. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, I'm going through this training. I'm listening. I'm taking notes. I'm absorbing it. I'm doing it every day at work. So, yeah, love the process. The results will come. Schedule your process is step three. One way to help ensure that you follow through with your process is to schedule it. Ideally, as a reoccurring appointment, you must be proactive with your days and how you spend your time or nothing will change. Take out your calendar, physical or digital, and write or type in when you will complete your process each day and specifically what the process entails. Then all you have to do is show up every day. That's the very first step to action, mm -hmm. to real action, is when you, when you physically write it down in your calendar. Show up every day. Get that habit going like we've talked about before. Step four, safeguard your success with accountability. The fact is, it's not easy to stick with anything for extended amount of time necessary to produce a meaningful outcome. We found that to be true with the 30-day challenges. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And, and, and I want to extend this invitation, and you and I didn't talk about this, Kurt, but I know you'll say yes. Uh, I want to extend this invitation to any listener that wants to, that has a goal in mind or, or something that they want to accomplish. I know there's the, I have this struggle with the term goals and using the word goal, but for the sake of the moment, let's, let's continue with that. I want to offer us, the dudes in progress, if, if you want an accountability partner at some level, yeah. let us know. Let us know. We'll, 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 you know, we'll bring you in. We'll make ourselves available. We'll work through this process with you. That's right. You read my mind. I was thinking of that. And thank you for saying it out loud before I got a chance to. This podcast for me and me saying it out loud, that's accountability, Joe, because I got to come every week and give progress on how I'm doing to you and to the listeners. I've got a manager who I'm going to ask to make me accountable because it is work-related. And we've talked about it already. I've been working on this for a while. So this didn't just come out of the blue over the last couple of days. I've been, this has been on my mind. And, and sometimes that's what these things are. These missions, you've been thinking about it for a while and you've already started to think about a process and a plan to, to get, it's just, you got to kick it off and, and get after it. Be intentional. Yes. Be intentional. Yes. Get excited for it. Put some emotion behind it. Step five, assess your results and adjust your process accordingly. The micro done over and over again creates the macro. You do have to keep the process, but if, if you do feel like you can adjust a little bit and improve as you go, maybe get some more information that you didn't have when you started, it's okay to adjust. Just keep that pushing forward. And then he finishes up the book 
funny enough, there's a chapter there, Joe, on savers. Remember where we said savers was from the Miracle Morning book? Certainly. He, he spends a chapter doing that, and then he goes into describing some 30-day challenges and some people who have had some success doing 30-day challenges. And so I invite you to join me in your own personal miracle mission, and I'll keep you up to date as we move forward. I'm going to get this started, Joe, really after I come back from my vacation. So it's going to be more into the beginning of May. So Joe, I think this is a really good complimentary book to the Miracle Morning where you explain the savers method. If you use, do you remember what the savers was? You have silence, affirmations, visualizations, exercise, reading, and scribing, which is for all intents and purposes, journaling. If you just add that as part of your process, then it'll help you to become this miracle maven that this book talks about. I really invite you to pick up this book. If you've not read The Miracle Morning and The Miracle Equation and by uh, Hal Elrod, I really invite you to pick up these two books. Uh, in fact, do you want to do a book giveaway, Kurt? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. How about we'll give away both books to two different people. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, I'll give away the miracle morning and you'll give away the miracle equation. Yeah. And all, all we ask you to do is email us dudes at dudes in progress. Let us know what you want to accomplish, what you, what you think you will use either the miracle morning for, or the miracle equation for to make your life better. We'll put you into a kind of like a pullout drawing, I guess you would say to when uh when both books uh you'll get either the miracle equation or the miracle morning you choose is that fair enough love it in the format that you wish in the format that you wish other than scrolls kindle (laughs) (laughs) joe did you have a win for the week a second win for the week (laughs) i did kind of have a win for the week and this is something that i'm working through uh i i'm going to be a little transparent in a in in Fairly vulnerable here, if you don't mind, Kurt. I don't mind at all. You do it to me all the time. I'm working through this flood in my house still. And it feels like every decision I've made in taking care of this flood has set me off in the wrong direction. To the point where I am just questioning, my gosh, I mean, what am, what is going on here? Why is this taking so long? Why am I not done? Uh, my, there's, there's so many things and I'm not going to get into the weeds here, but there are so many things that have just attacked my mindset, uh, and my attitude in this, in this process. Uh, it just feels like for all it, for, for lack of a better way of putting it, the universe is just not cooperating, Kurt. Mm. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, uh, part of it might be some of the early decisions I made to, to mitigate this damage and part of the early decisions I made as to who's going to pay for it and who I'm going to pursue to pay for it. Ultimately, it's Best Buy's responsibility. All that being said, what I realized, and uh, some of this came from our conversation with with Daniel Ginger uh, and through some other things, uh, some other reading that I've done, is I need to shift my mindset. I need to shift to a more positive uh, mindset that things will work out. And, and I have to ask myself this question. This is the question that I brought up during our conversation with Daniel. 
What if whatever thing that we're going through right now ends up to be one of the best things that ever happened to us? Yeah, you said that. What if the thing that I'm going through right now ends up to be one of the best things that ever happens to me? I like that. So that's my win for the week is shifting my mindset from a, from a, I don't want to call it a negative mindset, but almost a downtrodden, defeated mindset uh, to a positive mindset that things are going to work out. All right. So my, I have my contributions this week are very lighthearted, Joe, Mm -hmm. (laughs) nothing deep at all. (laughs) Got to have fun too. And I'm, I'm just looking forward to a well-earned vacation. It's been since the first of the year, I've had some time off and I got some great plans with friends at one of my favorite places. So my win for the week, as you're listening to this, I'm probably already coming back from Disney world, but I'm looking forward to this vacation and we should look forward to vacations. Well learned, well-deserved. You've, you've got a fantastic community over there and a fantastic group of, of people that love you and the people who you love. And it'll be awesome to spend some time with them. Pro I'm excited. No doubt. Okay. What's your resource for the week? Well, I, I do want to, uh, I do want to speak to the 30 day challenge. I know we don't have a formal 30 day challenge, but I see that you put one in here. Yeah, well, I talked about mine already. So, uh, okay, my certification. Uh, my thirty day challenge is more of a of a of a one week challenge. Okay. Finish this flood rebuild and settle with the insurance. That's a Be good one. Be done with it. That's, Be done with it. That's a fantastic one. Be done with it. And wherever it falls is where it falls right now. Yeah, Joe, what's your resource then? So you spoke to your thirty day challenge to achieve your certifi- certification for the Power right. Platform Fundamentals. Uh, I just don't want to. I, I don't want to. I, I want to make sure that gets its due. Uh, but my resource is an interesting resource, and it's something that I've used for a long time on my phone. And this this feature and this technology has gotten so much better. And I've always I've used it for several years now. As it as it's gotten better, I've used it more and more, uh, especially in my work and as I'm ca- trying to capture information, as I'm trying to capture receipts and documents and uh, forms and so forth, is the scanner feature on my phone. Very likely, if you, have a, if you have a phone that's five years old or younger, you have a, a really good scanner on your phone. Oh, you mean like for a document you're talking about? Yes. Yes. It's integrated into your phone's camera, and it's a fully functional scanner. That cleans and flattens your image and makes it into a searchable document. Boy, you amaze me all the time with little technology things I never knew about. And I use this a lot. I will. I it might right now my phone. If I if I pull it out, I will. I'll, I could take a. I could start the the picture process through the camera on my phone, and my cam my phone will will look and see. Okay, this looks like a document, and it'll ask me, "Do I want to use the scanning feature?" And it starts to outline it, and I say, "I acknowledge that I want to use the scanning feature," and it takes a picture, and it allows it allows me to to choose the parameters of the of the image, and save it as a scanned, searchable document. It makes total sense, but I didn't have any idea. Now you use Android. Does it matter? There must be a uh, I- similar iPhone must have this. I agree. I'd be shocked if iPhone doesn't have I this. Agree. They, they usually lead the the feature technology and stuff like this. Uh, but I use an Android mm-hmm. and it works. It works great, <laughs> and I use it all the time. I 
Uh, I use it to take pictures of legal documents and send legal documents because it, it cleans it and it flattens it. It creates it creates Amazing. a scanned document. Right. That's phenomenal. Yeah, it's really good. good. It's really good. So Love that's it. my resource for you. The scanner feature on my phone. Try it out. All right. Again, mine's just for fun. We were talking about at work. I had a friend manager who lost his dog recently. And Joe and I have talked about this. We have a love of animals. It's really painful to lose an animal. But we were having some fun talking about, there is one of my favorite things I ever read on the internet, Joe, I'm going to read for you. It's kind of a story, a diary. It's a dog's diary versus a cat's diary. (laughs) So the dog, 8 a.m., dog food, my favorite thing. 9.30, a car ride, my favorite thing. 9.40, a walk in the park, my favorite thing. 10.30, got rubbed and petted, my favorite thing. It's all exclamation points, too. You know how dogs are. At noon, milk bones, my favorite thing. It goes all the way through, playing ball, watching TV with my people, sleeping on the bed is all his favorite thing, right, all throughout the day. And the cat's diary goes something like this, Joe. Day 983 of my captivity. (laughs) my captors continue to taunt me with bizarre little dangling objects they dine lavishly on fresh meat while the other inmates and i are fed harsh or some sort of dry nuggets although i make my contempt for the rations perfectly clear i nevertheless must eat something in order to keep up my strength the only thing that keeps me going is my dream of escape in an attempt to disgust them i once again vomit on the carpet (laughs) Today, <laughs> today, I decapitated a mouse and dropped its headless body at their feet. I had hoped this would strike fear into their hearts since it clearly demonstrates my capabilities. <laughs> However, they merely made condescending comments about what a good little hunter I am. There was some sort of assembly of their accomplices tonight. I was placed in solitary confinement for the duration of the event. However, I could hear the noises and the smell of food. I overheard that my confinement was due to the power of allergies. I must learn what this means and how to use it to my advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Today, I was almost successful in an attempt to assassinate one of my tormentors by weaving around his feet as he was walking. I must try this again tomorrow, but at the top of the stairs. I am convinced that the other prisoners are all flunkies and snitches. The dog receives special privileges. He is regularly released and seems to be more than willing to return. He is obviously an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And the bird must be an informant. I observe him communicate with the guards regularly. I'm certain that he reports my every move. My captors have arranged protective custody for him in an elevated cell. So he is safe for now. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is really funny. I just, you know, you know, if you had a cat and a dog, I know you're not a cat fan, so you might appreciate that. Well, I've had cats <laughs> and I can't agree more with this little, with this little joke. <laughs> But you know there is something there is something here there is something about about a cat versus a dog. <laughs> uh, the dog's life is simple. Everything is his favorite thing, right? That's right. The the cat's life, on the other hand, is uh, they are different, yeah, different, different. I love that man. Thanks. Good little story. Good joke. That is that is hilarious. One of my favorites. All right, you can look that up on the internet and share it with your friends. Joe, what's your quote for the week? 
Well, I'm going to harken back, and we do this every once in a while, and, and you know, because our faith is important to us, and uh, considering considering the uh, the subject matter of today and some of the mindset issues that we've talked about and uh, changing the way we think about things and using uh, the miracle morning and the miracle equation to help us move forward. I thought this was an appropriate quote. And if, I, if I've used this in the past, uh, I apologize, but it's as relevant right now as it was then, I'm sure. It's from the Bible, Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Yeah, that's a great mindset to have. Whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, uh, if there is any excellence, and if anything worthy of praise, think about these things. That fits really well with the savers mm -hmm. and that practice that you have in the morning. I think, again, putting that into practice on the positive, thinking of gratitude, and yeah, it puts you in the right frame of mind first thing in the morning, get your day started. Definitely. Love that, Joe. Great stuff from Definitely. the Bible. My quote, pretty simple. If you want to become an expert at something, do it every day. It's that simple, guys. J.A. Conrath. Awesome. Awesome. This has been a great show. A great little series on uh, Hal Elrod's book. And I, I really appreciate the, the, this, this particular episode. It's made me think. It's made me think about my mindset and, and uh, the small, tiny actions that I need to take in my life to, to make things happen. So thank you, Kurt. This was a good one. Thank you. I'm excited to get ready here with my mission and get it rocking and rolling and i look forward to you guys challenging me on that and keeping me on target let's take us out joe just a reminder our website is dudesinprogress.com that's dudesinprogress.com you can email us at dudes and at dudes at dudesinprogress.com so dudes at dudesinprogress.com over at dudesinprogress.com you can uh, find ways to support the show you can connect to our facebook group uh, you can reach out to us. There's a little form there that you can fill out if you want to uh, if you want to reach out to us. But the best way to reach out to us is either through the Facebook group or through dudes at dudesinprogress.com. We are active in that group and we have active members in that group. And we look forward to uh, engaging, engaging with you. As we move forward, remember, progress is better than perfection. So keep moving forward. Let's all try to do better next week, Joe. We certainly will. Take care. See you later. <laughs>